everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Frank Marsilio, and I'm here with uh, the other co-host of this podcast, AJ Sherman. How you doing? I'm well, Frank. Thanks for asking, buddy. And a fellow Long Lost Hero, Matthew Zimbasile. Welcome back. How's it going? Good, guys. How are you? We're doing great. Um, as uh, everyone probably knows, we took a bit of a summer break, um, and we're getting caught up on all the news. Um, so we recently covered Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, the most recent Tarantino flick. Uh, but tonight, uh, we're going to talk about some of the most recent Star Wars news to come out. Um, you know, Over the summer, there's been... Comic-Con San Diego and uh, D23 and just general Twitter happenings. Um, so there, there's so much to talk about. Uh, it's just so exciting. We have a brand new Star Wars movie happening later this year. Um, Matt, 30 seconds before we started recording this episode, you said there's breaking news. What do you got? Right. So I, I guess it's it's not like a bombshell or anything, and but it is a nice little tidbit. So at D23 Expo, they announced that Ewan McGregor would be reprising his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi in a series on Disney+. Plus. Awesome. Everybody's super excited about that. Hell so yeah. they just uh, gave us a little more information saying that the series is going to take place eight years after Revenge of the Sith, which is 11 years before A New Hope. Oh, shit. Okay. So that's, so that's where it fits into the canon. But with that, it also kind of overlaps with Solo. So there could be some cross-pollination there of mm -hmm. maybe the Crimson Dawn crime syndicate, or maybe Darth Maul. Who knows? But um, it looks like there's a big enough window that it could go in, you know, any of those directions. Yeah. Whoa. Right. So let me tell you this. So based on my... Star Wars nerdism and, and, and watching all the animated shows. Um, the Clone Wars is probably going to come out before this. So we're, we're, whatever storylines that they had going um, that they need to wrap up in Clone Wars is probably going to be released before the Obi-Wan Kenobi show comes out. So anything there will probably be resolved. Back when Rebels was on, uh, Obi-Wan was on that show and that was kind of the definitive definitive end of Darth Maul so what you're saying is that this is probably going to be in between that and so because obviously in Solo Darth Maul is still around and he's part of the crime syndicate and like we could I could see that being a very interesting plot I mean that's the thing people have been wondering it's like is this going to be if this is not going to be like a Jedi show this is totally not this is way more like intrigue and like kind of suspenseful yeah, I think the one of the more fun aspects of where historically people want to play around in Star Wars is during the gray area periods, you know, like the the gaps that we already think and wonder about between the movies that we already know. I, I don't know if a, you know, an Obi-Wan uh, series that's about like him as like young Obi-Wan is really going to be as captivating as something as like new and fresh as that world that they just made a whole movie about. Uh, I really do think that um, they had to go in. They had to go in the direction of a little bit older Obi Wan, 
um, from the start. I think that that, that was definitely always going to be implied. Uh, and that's awesome. That's exactly what I wanted. Um, I think they announced it super cool. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm glad to have him back. I love him. He's so cool. He's the best part of the whole prequels. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah. And I think like, you know, obviously there were rumors about a movie for a long time and obviously Disney kind of changed directions on the way they're going to be releasing. But I think this is going to be kind of a cool way. We're going to get a little bit more content out of him than just like two hours or two and a half hours. Like we can have a full series here that will really flesh it out and then we'll feel that's enough and we don't need to go back to that time period. Yeah. Yeah, or if it's a hit, it could easily go on for three or four or five seasons. I could easily see that happening, too. Oh, man. <laughs> How many bazillions of dollars do you think that they're prepared to pay him to do, like, that kind of a, like, that, like five seasons of television? Like, that's... Well, I mean, it's it's not a matter of them having the money or the funds to do that. They, they could literally do whatever they want um it's a matter of if he would but i think he's like he's been so excited i think he's really wanted to you know play obi-wan kenobi again i mean you saw in the announcement he was like kathleen tell me am i going to be playing obi-wan kenobi again and she's like yes he's like yeah like, like he's super stoked yeah um so there must be it's you know it's not like Daniel Craig playing James Bond where he's like oh my god like my fucking knee again like I gotta be done with this, <laughs> you know yeah I think you, he's like point. you know I, he's beloved I think he wants to do this he's beloved yeah. and it's a fun character and I think they'll take it in an interesting way um, and make it you know about him whereas you know the prequels he's he's definitely one of the leads but it, the story is about Anakin. Yep, he's all. I mean, he's always been kind of on the periphery, and you know, we'll see uh, how how things end with with the Skywalker saga in, in December, and like, will there be any connections there? Because you know, the whole whole thing about this universe is that there it, there are connections through time and things rhyme and all that. So, will will there be connections there? Um, but so like. While we're talking Disney Plus, um, I actually don't know how I missed and hadn't seen it until today. But I watched the Mandalorian trailer for the first time. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, back in like April, we were all like eager, like uh, with uh, Star Wars Celebration. Are they going to give us the trailer? And they gave it to the audience, and they never gave it to us online. So like, I cannot believe that this is a TV show. It looks yeah like movie quality. Totally. Um, and so if we get that out of Obi-Wan as well, obviously it's like a different era, but like they could totally do that same level of quality, throw the same amount of money. at. I'm, I'm also down for like the episode by episode releases, like back, like when we were doing Game of Thrones, like it's event television, you have a much more, uh, it, it, it stretches out over more time than just like a weekend. Um, Right, but it's also going to be on a streaming service that where it'll be up and then it's just up. So you're not going to be worried about, oh, did I DVR it? Oh, am I going to be able to stream it right. with everybody? Like, no, like every, it's, it's going to come out. It'll be at a certain time. You stream it and then it's just up there. And then if you missed it, you could stream it whenever you wanted to. But then know that the main fans are going to be watching 
at that time, and then they can have the community aspect of appointment television that is almost bigger than the TV show itself. Remember, HBO was airing an after show to Game of Thrones for a couple of seasons until they canceled it. Like, they, they, the reason that didn't work was because HBO Go was in such the, the nascence of the streaming ability that you, not everybody was able to stream it. It didn't work. It failed a whole bunch of times. But I think now, in today's market, people want to have the aspect of being on Twitter and talking with people throughout the episode and being able to pick it up whenever they get the chance to. Yeah. But do we know for certain that each episode's going to be released all at once? Like, I mean, even with streaming services... I don't know. Netflix doesn't really do it, but I think Amazon has done it, where they they roll it out, you know, on a weekly basis. Well, they they came out like I think during D twenty three, saying that they're going to be episodic releases, unlike Netflix, where they mostly right. do binging. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I guess they could change it depending on what show, but at least the Mandalorian. Um, they could also drop chunks. I could see them dropping yeah. like a, like two or three episodes. And then waiting a couple months and then a couple more episodes. Right. And obviously, like, even with, like, Mandalorian, it starts in November. Like, they're going to probably take a quick break for the holidays. And then, you know, maybe they they catch up and have a couple of episodes. But, AJ, I think you're absolutely right. Like, if they have a streaming service, they're 100% going to do an after show. And it's just going to flow right into it. Yeah. And people and the kind of community they can create is what the world is kind of trending towards. And I, I totally see why they're going with this model. Mandalorian, to me, looks absolute fire. I love that Favreau uh, is all over this and that it's kind of his baby. I love what he said about um, kind of this aspect of the Star Wars universe, kind of the gray area, a la what you see on Tatooine in A New Hope. I think that that's fucking awesome. And that he's really one of, I mean, Solo, it does play around a little bit here and there. But I think that this show really is going to dive into the deep, dark underbelly of the Star Wars galaxy like we've never seen before, ever. Yeah. Um, The only other comment I'll say about it is I think they need to do, I mean, they'll get there with the marketing, obviously. It's only, this is really the first trailer. Um, I think they need to do a better job of creating like a clear, this is the time period. This is not Boba Fett. This is like totally different cast of characters. Like this is what's happened already because I've already heard some people that are like, Oh, I thought Boba Fett was dead. And I thought that, you know, you're going to see a marketing plan for Disney plus and this TV show on like anything you've ever seen before. Like the way that they roll this out, they are it's with the Mandalorian. That's the first show, right? Yep, this is the first thing. So they're gonna blow this up like crazy, probably even before we really start seeing episode nine stuff. Which, if you were thinking about it, that's like them promoting like crazy Ant Man and the Wasp and fucking Endgame, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, so okay, um, I'm. I, okay, so Mandalorian, I think it looks awesome. The cast is awesome. Um, I, I don't know. Carl Do Weathers. Any... <laughs> Carl Weathers. 
Yeah, uh, I think the costume looks cool. I love the shots of the the ship. The ship is awesome. Rumor has it that the ship has a carbonite chamber on it. Uh, makes sense. I mean, there's a, a whole makes thing sense. of carbonite people, carbonite frozen. So, yeah, it's gonna be cool. Gonna be very cool. All right. So I so Star Wars. Like I think we had a nice we had a nice little week. Because uh, we also got to see what they saw in that D23, which is the brand new kick-ass footage for uh, Episode Nine, Rise of uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Um, can we talk about this, please? Uh, spoiler warning: <laughs> If you haven't watched the trailer, what the fuck are you doing with your life? <laughs> like, like you can't spell or two minutes to go watch this shit. Um, uh, ZB, what'd you think? I mean, it's it's a fun trailer. I like that they cut in footage from all of the films. You know, it makes it feel like finite and circle of life. You know, it's all right there. Um, and it tells kind of the full encompassing story. I think it really builds the anticipation towards this final showdown. Um, because I feel like the last two trailers between episode seven, episode eight, you know, they were cut very similarly. They're almost frame for frame of like, yeah, <laughs> you know, this, this rhythm of like, we'll give you a little bit and then there'll be this and then there'll be this and there'll be some copy. And that's kind of it. This feels like, you know, the end to the storybook. Um, oh, sorry. Um, so yeah, it's exciting. It's, and, um, you know, I'm just, I think everyone, you know, is just talking about Daisy Ridley with the, the fucking Swiss Army knife lightsaber. What the fuck? How many memes have come out of that already? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this this thing, I I think you're right. Like, it's interesting that the other trailers for the other movies, seven and eight, um, had that kind of rhythm. And obviously, this is not the first trailer for Rise of Skywalker. Because that one kind of probably felt more into that line, and I, I think we're gonna get another full trailer. Um, yeah, you know, we're only... definitely gonna get we're gonna get the three minute trailer. Yeah, we're yeah. definitely get that. Um, and so, I mean, this is kind of it's a special look. Like that's really what it is. Like that's what they called it. And if it's two minutes and ten seconds, like uh, half of it is old footage. So it's like there's not really a whole lot there. But I mean, just watching that, it's like it just getting me emotional already. I'm like, how, how am I going to be able to watch this thing knowing it's like the culmination of, you know, nine films plus and all these other shows and stuff? And, and like 60 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's, they are doing a good job leaning into the nostalgia leaning into the history and, uh, you know, even sprinkling in some of the stuff with, with the prequels. Like, I mean, they, they came out, um, a couple months ago that they're going to be using pretty much all of the, the themes like John Williams is going to use all the themes that you associate with different characters, like all, going back to the, the prequel trilogy and like that, I mean that, that there in itself is going to just tear it at the heartstrings. Like, I don't know. It's it's going to be a journey. Um, I think 
I mean, for specifically speaking to the new footage, I, I think it looks really gorgeous. I'm very excited that um, we actually have the three main characters together in this one. <laughs> um, yes, uh, that's that's interesting to me. Um, I mean, let, yeah, let's talk about Ray. What uh, what do we think? I've changed my opinion that a force. A projection can't be that detailed for this lightsaber to exist. Mm. Uh, I I think that this has got to be maybe real, and that they're trying to tell us uh, maybe a crazy way this movie could go. And I'm kind of and I'm kind of here for it. I think. What do you guys mm-hmm. think? Hot take, ZB. I think I I don't know. I mean. Because I was thinking where this was going to go before I saw this trailer. I thought that, you know, Kylo Ren would turn good maybe at the end of this film. You know, there was going to be the redemption story of him. And, you know, just that's that's where I was predicting this going. I, I guess I never was thinking that Ray could be turned to the dark side. Um, but maybe... I don't know, maybe she's possessed by the Emperor and the Emperor gives her this lightsaber and like has her under like some sort of spell and then it could trigger Kylo Ren to do something. I, I don't know, like if that's real, like, she, you know, she's, there's been no illusion to her, you know, kind of hinting at the dark side other than her falling down that pit and having that, that vision. Um, it would kind of feel out of left field a little bit, you know? Yeah. So I guess that's what this movie will show us where this is going, but it does feel a little like, huh? Yeah. I mean, okay. I I feel like the last movie got us as close to her being turned to the dark side and like then completely went the opposite direction, right? It's like her and Kylo Ren were kind of on opposing paths, met in the middle, and then like went back towards their, their, their respective sides. I, I mean, I still think it's possible for Kylo Ren to have that redemption story. I agree with you that th- that would make sense. Um, but, I mean, there are so many different possibilities here. And, like, even, like, going back to, like, the extended universe, like, we don't know what the Emperor is at this point. Like, the fact that right. he's in this movie is such a huge wild card. Like... He could be alive. He could be a clone. Ray could be. This could be like a Ray clone. Like, uh, who knows? Um, I I do have a hard time. Right. This that. could be the rise of the Skywalker. Hmm. I, I I have a hard time believing that this is like our Ray. I think you're you're right that it's it's got to be something that has ter- like taken a version of her or is a vision of her or is a clone or something. Manipulating her. Yeah, manipulating her for sure. I just can't believe that she would get that way. And if we're going going back to the prophecy of, like, you know, the chosen one, you know, Anakin, and bring balance to the Force, balance is, you know, dark and light. Is there... I... Is there two rays? Is there two versions? Maybe she had a twin, or maybe she was one of two. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's a good point. There's lots of there's another set of twins in the Star Wars universe already that holds up. 
Very yeah. good. Very good, ZB. Yeah, I mean, back um, with I, the... just, I just thought of that. That just happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Think about that because, like, we're we're so used to the twins being like a brother and sister duo. What if it's just Daisy Ridley being two versions of herself? Yeah, identical twins. Oh my god. Equ- equally as powerful in the dark and the light. I mean, um, I just keep going back to that one shot in the trailer. That I mean, that's from Force oh, Awakens, yeah, where and she sees herself. Well, well, no, no, not that. It's it's where she and and Kylo Ren are are fighting on the um, uh, Star Killer base and in the snow, and her lightsaber is up against her face, and she's that's when she realizes to use the Force, and it's just the blue and the red like flickering over her face. It's just yeah. like yeah. so gorgeous, yeah. and it's like that is the like embodiment of balance right there. Yeah. Uh, huh. That's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I do. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a little too, I don't know if you could show that. I don't, how could that be a force vision? Unless the, I, I mean, we know Palpatine. He's, he's a bad, he's a bad guy. I don't know. I'm excited. To, <laughs> I'm excited to see him return again. Um, it was the the shot of them fighting on the remains of the Death Star is very cool. Yeah, uh, that's just fucking awesome. Uh, and I'm I'm I can't wait. I mean, uh, we're on the alerts for Fandango and everything, so we'll know when the tickets go on sale. Uh, we're, but, we're literally planning our rewatch marathon at this point, and like we have to like backdate it. For, okay, when if we start. Watching episode one here. When do we need to finish so we can be ready for episode nine? <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that how, is that how you're going to do it? I don't know. You're I'm just do it one just, through. Just spitballing. <laughs> I know we're I'd watching. Curious, them all. Though. Is that? I don't know. I mean, I think for me at this point, I've seen these movies enough that I can do episode order. And not be distracted by the difference in the like the graphics and 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 the visual effects. I think some people it's hard to do that, and that they rather watch them in release order. And then there's the um, what's the other the other guy where it's like four, five, one, two, three, six, seven, eight, nine. Like I don't know. What yeah, it, yeah. I like that one. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, let's talk about I just want one larger theoretical piece and then we can let it go. Let's let's end on another fucking uh, cool uh, thesis. All right. So we saw Rogue One and Solo come out. I think Rogue One did better than Solo did. Um, But after Solo, which was really more, I think, of a scheduling thing than a scheduling and a conceptual thing than anything else. Uh, it doesn't look like we're going to be getting solo standalone spin-off movies anymore from Disney and that they're going to go back to more of a trilogy or like a series kind of or a franchise kind of fashion by bringing on uh you know uh our boys from Game of Thrones. Um do you, do you guys think that there will be any future spin-off movies and do you think that Disney going totally full throttle and moving all the Lucasfilm new Star Wars projects to Disney Plus, is that a hindrance or does that help the future of Star Wars movies? I think it makes the Star Wars movies 
more of an event again and makes them a little more special than just like a, you know, oh, yeah, I guess Star Wars movie every, you know, six, six months or something, which then I think takes away a little bit of its, you know, specialness. Um, because even though people still want a lot of Star Wars content, I think um, the theatrical experience of a Star Wars movie should maybe be left to a trilogy or like, you know, these these long kind of epic journeys that do span three movies. And then the smaller stuff that we want to see, like there's no reason Solo or Rogue One couldn't have been, you know, a long form 12 episode series, you know, which I think I don't think would have taken away from what those things were. I like Rogue One as uh, I, I like Rogue One as a movie better than I think a solo TV show would have been. But Frank, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think Rogue One as a movie. Um, let, don't forget there is a Cassian Endor uh, series coming as well. Pre- oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. A prequel to that movie, which should be fine. I think um, it would be really interesting to see what they would do with Solo because, like it's it's got a like it kind of ends on a cliffhanger in a lot of ways like you kind of want to see what happens next and so either if they fold that into the obi-wan show or if they just outright like have another um uh solo show on on disney plus i think that could be that could work as well that way they can focus more on like these bigger event movies because yeah i totally agree i much rather have smaller stories that are, are available on disney plus like every week and then when it's time to go to the movies it be feel like much more epic and um you know we don't know we don't know what the next thing's going to be it could be set you know a couple thousand years ago as the old republic it could be set a couple thousand years in the future you know i i think it'll be really cool to, to separate it because like right now they're the shows themselves are still pretty much connected to the skywalker like store uh chronology at least and you know yeah. they they can do that and, and people won't be upset that's like oh we're, they're just filling in the gaps and and it doesn't feel like they're treading water because they're just it's something else that we can watch and and and, and bide our time with before the next movie comes out I mean, I really want to see the Knights of the Old Republic. I played that video game, you know, Malak and Raven and these awesome Siths, like, and just Star and just the Jedi, like, in abundance and the Old Republic. It's like a fucking, it's an awesome world. And to see that come to life, I think would be. Yeah. One fun. of those guys has got to be making that film. I, I, I would, if anybody, I'd put my money on uh, the game of thrones guys i think totally. the, hard, the hard thing though totally. is like it feels it feels like it could be in that world 100 percent. i think the hard thing though is like people are so uh connected to that that game and, and that universe and if it strays like a hair off of the storyline they're gonna go crazy which we know it is going to and they're gonna be like it's not right like, this isn't what it is so I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is the video game canon? I mean, not anymore. To some degree, not anymore. So like, I think liberties could be taken because it was just a video game that had, you know, had an arc, had a story. You could play through it, but but you know, I feel like in terms of storyline, you know, it's more about the gameplay. Like it, it did, you know, had these animatics that 
trickled in, but I think there's a lot more to be told and to actually make it something that's, you know, emotionally driven and moving and, you know, have these characters, there's so much more room to explore. Um, and that's just, and that was, just, I guess they, they made two of the games, right? Yeah, that's two of them. One and two. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so then there's a whole probably going to be third film or something that would fill it in. I don't know. I, I want, I, I mean, we get glimpses of it in the prequels of just the Jedi, you know, kind of being around in abundance. But, like, I feel like you don't really, like, I want to know about the, the random Jedis and, like, someone training to become a Jedi and going on quests to, like, you know, build your lightsaber and find your crystal and and see that that world of of a jedi i don't know i feel like you don't totally get that in the regular movies you're right you don't and uh, i think it's definitely a place you know they listen that is is definitely where where they want to go i think that that's like a surefire hit you know i think it's different with some of like the extended universe stuff. Cause there's just so much, you know, there's just such a plethora of uh, books to draw from that they would have gotten killed if they had picked one over somebody else's or if they had incorporated some of these characters in different ways that didn't, that other people didn't like. Uh, so I can kind of see why they chose to go in, in the direction that they would for the sequels. Um, but to me, like, I think that the Knights of the Old Republic, like, is just a slam dunk for them. It's, you know, it doesn't have necessarily the, um, I would say the bandwidth amongst like the, the, the larger public at large at all. And when it comes out, it'll feel different and new and special and it could look drastically different because something they also said about Disney plus is it's not going to have any R rated content on it. So there's not going to be a Punisher redo or a you know Heroes for Hire that's going to exist in an R-rated version on uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, but let's be real; they're also not going to do an R-rated trilogy of movies. It's not that's not going to happen. No, I think that if yeah. if the day came to it though, and they and it's like in like maybe ten years, like when Star Wars does like an arty film or something, like I think somebody could come in and do like a Seven Samurai you know, Jedi movie, or you could do a, um, a pretty crazy violent Sith movie or something, you know, they, I think that they could, or a create like a star Wars horror movie could be cool. Like they could do, I, I think that they could play up the creatures and stuff that exist in this universe. I don't, I don't know. I, I want to, I want to agree with you, but as long as Disney owns it and you know, they're selling t-shirts and action figures, it's not going to happen. It's it's no longer for you know going to be the future fifty year old versions of us. It's it's still always going to be for kids. Kids. All right, fair point. Um, yeah. So I mean, the the final bit of like breaking news that I I'm sure you guys really really care about. Star Wars Resistance. It's the second and final season. That's it. It only gets two. Seasons. It only gets two seasons. That's it. So that means that they really just wanted off the regular network, and they're going to reboot a new kind of animated. Yeah. They're doing Clone Wars, right? Well, they're they're finishing Clone Wars, uh, final se- season, season seven. 
Rebels is done. Resistance is going to air its final season, probably most of it before uh, Episode Nine comes out. And then they're going to start fresh with something new on Disney Plus next year, is my guess. Cool. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, AJ, you yeah. want to take us out? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, listen, it's been great uh, sharing some of the latest information and news with you about our most favorite subject to geek out about, the old Star Wars universe. Uh, but we are going to be wrapping it up here today. Please check us out online at uh, www.longlostheroes.net. You can email us, info at longlostheroes.net. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at LLH Podcast. I am AJ Sherman, reporting live from Jersey City. Throwing it back out to my boy in California, Matt Zion-Basile. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast with us. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. I got to kind of talk through some of this stuff with you guys and riff which we don't get to do as much anymore and it was just fun to you know talk about something you love agreed it's the it's the greatest ongoing conversation frank any last words my boy no that's it um i'm I'm glad to be back and uh you know we we hope to keep breaking down some of the other things from the summer we have a lot of mcu news to cover so stay tuned for that in the next couple of days weeks keep your fingers crossed for spider-man oh (laughs) pray for the (laughs) spider-man (laughs) yeah and and then uh uh also the the new joker trailer looks great so that movie is like almost a month away very excited yeah peace out everybody all right bye peace guys have a good night yeah you too Bye. bye bye bye